Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to help you become more productive in our distracted world. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to join the seven-day productivity challenge. You can do that at mrproductivity.com. Remember, Mr. is all spelled out. Give me two minutes a day for a week, and I will teach you strategies on how you can become a more productive person. The seven-day productivity challenge at mrproductivity.com. Today on the podcast, Mark Terrell, we are going to be talking about motivation. How motivated are you each and every day? Well, if you're struggling with that, you stumbled across the right podcast for it. So we're going to talk a lot about motivation. We're going to get you motivated, fired up, and wired up. So here we go. Mark, what's up? Um, what's up? Um, not too much at the moment. Um, it's all good here in the UK. Uh, looking forward to having a good chat about uh, motivation and leadership and all that stuff. You know, I'm always thrilled when I have people from outside my sphere of influence here in Houston, Texas, and they have accents. But it's funny when I get on the phone with you or a call with you or my friends in Australia, they say, no, you have the accent. I don't have the accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you definitely got the accent. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we got that starting out on my show. <laughs> well, you're a big guy on motivation. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is it's really difficult to be motivated and be without, I'm sorry, let me back that up. It's very difficult to be productive without being motivated. I tell people, and I'd like to know your thought on this, that unless you're doing what you love to do, where you love to do it, you will never be your most productive self because you probably won't be motivated. You agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And a hundred percent. Um, but the, the key is to know what it is that actually motivates you. And, and that's, and that's what confuses a lot of people. And, um, some people actually think that they can get motivated by others. Uh, so, you know, we know the motivational speakers that are on the circuit and, um, you go there and I, I would suggest that those people are inspiring us rather than motivating us. I think motivation is, comes from within, um, whichever way, um, you know, we're motivated. It's from, you know, from us rather than from anybody else. I once heard Zig Ziglar, the late, great Zig Ziglar, who used to say that motivation is like bathing. You have to do it every day. And I think a lot of people just go, well, I went to this conference and I saw a speaker. I got motivated, but nothing changed. That's because you heard the message. You got motivated with everybody jumping up and down and screaming and raising their hands. But then when you went back home. Well, there's not the screaming people and the loud music and jumping up and down. Now it's just you. And now you're like, oh, crap, how do I get motivated? So let's talk about that. Well, exactly. And we can we can get inspired by others. That's what I was sort of saying, that you can go somewhere like a big event, big hall with thousands of people, and you sort of feed off that energy. And that energy is great, and we feel good at that time. But the trouble is, like you just said, you get home, and then gradually it disappears, and then you think, oh, where did that come? What did that go to? Where can I get that back from? But what we need to understand is that we, we need to know what it is that really drives us, what it is that gets us out of bed in the morning, uh, and make sure that those things are being met in the work we do uh, to make sure that we're at our most productive. So let's play uh, a game here. Let's pretend someone is listening to this podcast conversation and they're mm. going, but Mark, we're both Mark by the way, that's very interesting. Let's say, guys, I get it, okay? 
I, I know what you're saying. You're, I'm inspired. I need to be motivated. But how? I mean, I get out of bed and it's like, oh, it's another Monday. You know, how do I find my motivation? What What can I do? And I'm a big fan, Mark, of, of simplicity. So what is something that someone listening to this episode who doesn't have any motivation for what they're doing? They, they hate their job. They hate the commute, whatever the situation may be. What can they do today to start getting motivated to get excited about life? Well, as I said, you've got to identify what it is that actually motivates you. Um, I use a product called Motivational Maps. Uh, that product identifies exactly which of the key motivators are most important to each one of us because we're all different. And But we're all a blend of the same nine. Once you know that and then understand that what's motivating you today might be different in, in the future and it's probably different a few years ago as well. But once you understand what it is that you need to get then you can actually take conscious decisions to go out and get it. Uh, and that's the key thing is understanding what it is that actually drives you. And, you know, a, a lot of people get confused because they think they should go on somebody else's path. You know, you get people that um, say that you should be motivated by, say, freedom. Um, but actually, that's not maybe what motivates you. So it's actually un- understanding what it is that really motivates you and then make sure that, that those things are part of your everyday uh, work in life. Now, you mentioned something called Motivation Maps. Is that something you created, or is that another a book or a software app, or what is that? No, it's, it's an online diagnostic product, and which I'm accredited to, and I actually train other people to use that product, actually. It just, um, it's, a, it's only like a 10, 15-minute time online to, and it, it diagnoses exactly what it is that to, um, uh, the, what it is that drives you puts them in the, in the right order for you and then it gives you a report which also within the report actually gives you some strategies to put into place straight away and that's the key thing that um, my clients use them for straight away is actually look at the things it's telling you to do and as you said earlier there's no point in just going to an event or seeing something or getting something given to you and taking no action the, the key thing is is to understand what it is and take some action around it so that you actually get that in, in your life. So how can my listener get access to this motivation map? Okay. So um, I have created an online product and um, which includes a motivational map. Um, and that's available from my website, which is uh, the reluctant leader Academy. Um, and I can offer your listeners actually a 50, 50% discount on that product. If they're that interested. Okay. So listener, if you're interested in this, go yep. to the reluctant leader dot academy. So what are some of the reasons, Mark, that you see people other than they don't really know what they're doing? Why people aren't motivated? I, mean, I can certainly look around my, you know, my town here in Houston and I see a lot of people. They're, they're mm-hmm. not happy. And when I ask them, I say, you know, what's going on? You know, how, how can I help? You know, how can I help you become a better version of yourself? And, and they don't even know how to answer me. I mean, they don't even say, well, you know, I don't like my job or, you know, I don't like where I live or I don't like my spouse or anything like that. They really can't even put in the words. They, they know they're not feeling right. They know they're not yeah. feeling motivated. And I don't know what yeah. to tell these people. I mean, I'm trying to be encouraging them, but if they won't give me any feedback, I don't know what to do at that point but and the thing is you don't really need to ask these people because you can tell by just by their demeanor Correct. the way they walk the way they talk and where they act you know they're just the way they are that they clearly have got no passion for what they're doing they're not motivated and they don't clearly haven't got a direction and a vision to what that means to them 
So the one thing is that you, you've got to take action and you've got to make it pur- purposeful. Understand what it is that you really need to get in your in your life, and particularly at work, because we spend most of the time at work, understanding what it is. Now, when we start talking about the nine motivations, that can range from security, it can, it can be money, it can be uh, knowledge and exp- uh, specialism, it can be making a difference or freedom. So lots of things are at play. What, the key thing is to know what it is for you that actually gets you out of bed rather than thinking that you know everyone's the same. And that's, that's the mistake a lot of people make. I once heard, I'm not a mental health expert, but I once heard that when you are not feeling well mentally, the best mm-hmm. thing you can do is go move, go take a walk, go take a bike ride, go for a swim, go for a jog, go do something. The worst thing you can do is just sit there because now you're not moving. You're just like, you're just existing. And so do you think that would help someone who maybe is not really motivated? Maybe they should get out and move, go take for a brisk walk or do something like that? Yeah, I think it would. It's, I mean, I, I would suggest that's really just changing your mindset, isn't it? When you're, if you're just loping around at home and not really, you know, focus on anything and just not doing anything productive, yes, definitely get out in the fresh air, go for a walk, maybe meet people, talk to people, get some fresh air, see, you know, the outside world. I, I think majority of people that will work. Um, it's actually just some, sometimes we just need disruption, don't we? And actually making sure that we're in that growth mindset, which, you know, gets us into making good quality decisions for ourselves uh, and not just going and feeling sorry for ourselves and thinking that, well, we're as good as we, we can be. When you're in the growth mindset, you are looking for opportunities to grow. And that means that you need to go out and learn things, speak to people, network, all those things that actually allow you to grow as a person. And then ultimately that that boosts you and gives you possibilities that you'd never get if you don't actually go out and find them. For me, goals Mm. play a tremendous uh, part of my motivation. Um, When I see people, and I use this analogy on the show before, if I put a gun to their head and say, tell me what your goals are, I would probably shoot and kill about 90% of the people I come in contact <laughs> with. I'm like, you can't, you can't even have a goal. I mean, how can you get motivated if you have no goal? It doesn't have to be the perfect goal. There's no such thing as a perfect goal, but you got to have a goal. I mean, have a goal, figure out a goal, and then you can change it next week. You can change it tomorrow. You can change it next year, but have a goal. And I think goals are really tied to motivation, are they not? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it just sets a direction, doesn't it? It gives you a direction to go to. And like you say, that's what people stop them making, um, you know, setting a vision or uh, um, setting some goals is they think, well, I don't know exactly what they are, but like exactly what you've just said, just think of the things that you, you want to move towards. And if, as you move towards that thing, if it's not really what you, what you, you want, then, you know, pivot and go somewhere else, but have a direction and, and, and aim somewhere Otherwise, you know, you're just floundering and and just not really, you're never going to get anywhere, are you? Yeah, I am a big fan of stretch goals. Uh, Grant Cardone mm-hmm. calls them the 10x goals. And nice. for for example, one of the things I one of my goals I want to have is to make $1 million a month. Now, there are some people listening to this podcast and go, I already make that. Well, good for you. I am not there yet. 
So what's one of my goals to make a million dollars a month? That's a huge stretch goals because I'm not even making a million dollars a year at this point. And the thing is, is it scary? Yeah. But Jim Collins talked about in the book Built to Last a number of years ago about big, hairy, audacious goals. And he talks mm-hmm. about like Mount Everest. What is your Mount Everest? What is your big, hairy, audacious goal? What is a goal, listener, that you can come out that's going to scare the crap out of you that when you just thinking about it breaks you in a cold sweat? That's the kind of goal you have to do. Then what you do is you reverse you reverse engineer and go, okay, how reverse it all the way back and go, what's the next step I need to take now? Because you obviously, if that goal is huge, you're not going to make it tomorrow. Otherwise, it's not a big goal. So what do you need to do today? And I think people are focused on the journey. Like, oh my gosh, it's a long journey to get to that goal. Well, no, worry about what you can do today. The next step you need to take today, and then you'll be one step closer. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously, you know, not not everybody's, um, you know, it's not all about money. But if there's something that's missing in your life, just set a goal around that, that you know what you want more freedom, or you want um, more security, or whatever it is, do something around that, you know, and because, you know, it's not all about money, but there's nothing wrong with money as such, but it doesn't always motivate people, you know, that material things aren't um, sometimes the thing that people are focusing on. They're, they'd really, really, really have uh, preferred to have more time on their hands to spend with their family and all those sort of things, which are maybe softer goals, but still um, equally relevant in, in people's lives. Well, funny thing is when I go to the supermarket, they kind of like money. So <laughs> just say my mortgage company likes money. Uh, the gas yeah. station likes money. So money's kind of important, but it's not the only goal we should have. Now, you talked yeah. a little bit about, you know, nine motivations. Out of those nine, which two would you, are, are there any like a, like a top three that you can share with us that are the biggest motivations for people or are they all just basically the same? Well, I'm seeing uh, with most of my clients, the thing that motivates most of them is um, they want to do something that's meaningful and uh, worthwhile. Uh, so making a difference is, is a, a big motivator for many of my clients. Uh, another one is freedom and autonomy. So having control over your own time and also control over how you do things uh that's another key driver and i also see a lot of um people that actually want to be experts and specialists in in what they do which allows them to stand out a bit uh, and you know concentrate on a particular area so that's the typical ones that i work with but there's you know there's no right or wrong Mm -hmm. with what motivates you it's understanding what it is that drives you so that you can actually make those like as i said make good decisions for yourself uh, and not follow somebody else's path. And it's interesting because those three you shared with us had nothing to do with money. And when we talk about mm. meaningful, I thought, of, think of Mother Teresa. I mean, she was poor, but she did what she really wanted to do. She was ecstatically happy. And so she had no money and the people she was serving had no money, but that's not why she did what she did. Yeah, exactly right. But I, I also find, as I'm, I work with business owners in in Maine, in the main, and um, one of the things that hold them back a bit is 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 doing something like this. In other words, doing something to promote themselves. So they don't do it because they're not motivated by it. So one of the things that I tend to have to sort of introduce into their sort of daily, maybe weekly routine is to understand that you need to get yourself out there. You need to promote yourself. I know it doesn't motivate you and you're not probably going to do it unless I push you, but it's something you have to do because if you do it, then you then will be able to do more of the things that do motivate you. You maybe make more of a difference or you, you get more opportunities to be a specialist or be more creative. All those things lead from it. So sometimes 
it's not the things that motivate us that hold us back. It's actually the things that uh, don't motivate us that we need to spend a bit more time um, and uh, focus on. And not only that, but we have this thing called a brain, this conscious mind that <laughs> makes the problems way bigger than they are actually are. And we're mm. and if we just start, it's like I don't want to go in the pool; I may drown. And then you jump in the pool. Oh, I didn't drown. What happens is you made it worse than it is. I I read a book. Oh, it's Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. He says, what you do is you imagine the worst case scenario that could possibly happen given your situation. And then you say, okay, that's the worst case scenario. I'm going to accept it. What can I do if this happens to me? And then you accept it. And then you're like, okay, then you go about life knowing that probably 99% chance that's never going to happen, but you've already recognized it. You've acknowledged it. You've accepted it. You come out with a plan and now you can move on. But a lot of people, they look and they go, oh, there's a scary monster behind that door. Well, maybe not. I mean, just yeah. go open the door, go turn the light on. But we, we let our minds, and I know you know this. We let our minds dictate what we're going to do. And we should say, look, I'm just going to go for a jump in the pool or I'm just going to ride that bicycle or I'm going to go try to learn that language and just go try it. Don't don't uh, embrace negativity. Embrace embrace positivity. Embrace. Yeah. I can do this. Exactly. And, and then we, we you know, we're connected because of social media. If it wasn't for that, when we wouldn't be speaking today. And, and, and it's actually embracing the opportunities that we've all got to actually um, create something from nothing. So I, I'm just for instance, I met a friend of mine on Friday. She's thinking about retirement. She's been a teacher all her life. And I said, well, don't, you're not going to just retire and, and forget about, you know, what you've been doing surely. And she said, well, I'm sort of looking forward to doing not much. I said, well, why don't you create something that you can actually um, sell and deliver? Cause you know, the tools are there. It's, it's quite, you know, it's not, it, it's easy, but it will take a little bit of effort. And, but, you know, the, obviously the reaction is because she's been in that environment, it's, it's, it's a bit too much of a stretch at this point. But, you know, I'll, I'll keep, um, you know, pushing her and, and saying that there are opportunities there to create an income that doesn't really take too much. And it's actually using something you've already got. And that's your knowledge and experience. You know, the, the thought of retiring it sends fear down my spine because I, I was talking to one of my parents' friends. My parents live in uh, south of Orlando, and I was talking. Mm. I was visiting once. I was talking to one of their neighbors, and they go, so, Mark, what are you going to do? When are you going to retire? I'm like, retire and do what? <laughs> Sit around and watch TV and garden all day? I love what I do. Why would I want to quit what I'm doing? And they just looked at me like, well, but you want to do it for the rest of your life? I said, yeah. I mean, it sounds morbid, but I hope I die on the stage when I'm giving a presentation. It sounds morbid, but I love what I do. I could never imagine, Mark, just sitting down yeah. and quilting. I mean, if that's what you do, if all you want to do is play golf and watch soap operas, I, I have not, I'm not knocking you. That's what you want to do, fine. But is that what you really want to do? I could never. I mean, ask my wife. On my weekend days, I'm working. I mean, I can't not not work. I'm on vacation. I'm always working. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm always ideas are always coming. And for me, the I, retirement is kind of like saying an F word. I mean, it, this, it's so offensive to me because yeah. that's me. Now, I'm not telling you, listener, that's what you should do. I'm not telling Mark that's what you should do. That's what's on my heart. Now, it may mm -hmm. change. I'm 54 now. Maybe when I'm 94, maybe I want to retire. I don't know. But right now, this mysterious, oh, when you're 65, retire. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, 11 years I'm looking for triple digits. I, that's, I'm, I'm just getting started. That's the great place to be, though, isn't it? That's where you want to be. And, and, and hopefully the listeners are, are thinking, yeah, that's where I want to be.
Um, but there is, there's a word of caution I'm going to say here, actually, because I've had a few um, clients that um, have completed our motiva- my motivational map and have come back 100% motivated. Um, but the question I ask them is, is how is your work-life balance? And in, in pretty much every case, that the ones that are 100% motivated is, ah, yeah, I could probably uh, probably do better if I give myself a bit of time off. Because um, the, the trouble is when you're really, really motivated, you keep going and keep going and keep going until ultimately you, you know, fall over and, you know, and, um, you know, you can't function. So it's, it's uh, that's my word of caution and it's a great place to be, but, you know, there's always a caveat to everything and that being highly motivated is great, but sometimes you have to sort of switch off uh, and, and allow yourself to, um, you know, that, that time and space to do that. I agree. I agree with you 100%. I am not one of these people like a Gary Vaynerchuk or Grant Cardone who is gone from 4 a.m. into midnight every day. No, I, I don't want to work 20 hours of the day. I don't want to work seven days a week all day long. What I mean is like because I'm on social media like you are, I may be out on vacation, record a video for Instagram or something. Not like, hey, I'm on vacation, but like a value added video. I have no desire working 16 hours a day. Now, if that means I can't become a billionaire, then I'll sacrifice that. I mean, to me, I want to go and have fun with my wife, maybe go to the park, maybe go out to dinner. I mean, I see so many people, they're just go, 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 go all the time, and then they're exhausted. I'm like, no, that's not for me. I We were meant on this planet to work and work hard, Mm. but like you said, there's a balance. You're supposed to enjoy the flowers. You're supposed to enjoy going to the beach. You're supposed to enjoy hanging out with your friends because you need that element too. It shouldn't just be about work, and it shouldn't Mm. just be about having fun. There's a mix there, and I think a lot of people are on either end of the spectrum. They all want to work all the time or they want to play all the time. No, there's something in the middle that's the perfect mix for you. Yeah, that's all right. And that's, it's finding that sweet spot that's right for you. Like you say, um, yeah, absolutely spot on. Excellent. Well, I, I'm sure that if they listen carefully, the listeners of our show today, of our conversation today, got a lot to think about. The one takeaway I got from you, Mark, is you know, stop and think what really motivates us. If we wake up in the morning going, oh, it's morning, that should be a warning sign to go, okay, why don't I like getting up in the morning? And listener, here's all you have to do is get a piece of paper, get a pen, go someplace quiet, which means no phone, no be- nobody talking, no music, and just start writing down what you like to do. You're going to come up with something you like to do, and you may not be able to start doing it full-time tomorrow. But you can start maybe doing research or maybe start talking to people or getting a book or something about doing it. So don't just settle. Don't don't be unmotivated. You only get one life. And I want you and I know Mark wants you to live it to your fullest. Mark, last word before we let you go. Yeah, you're spot on. And there are so many opportunities out there. It's just a matter of looking for them, realizing when they're actually right in front of you. Some, Some people just don't see them. You skip putting yourself in the right position so you can actually see them when they land in your lap almost and then taking some action around them and just going on that trip and see where it takes you sometimes. That's what that's what I would suggest. Excellent. Mark, this has been so much fun. Listener, don't forget to go to the reluctantleader.academy. That link will be in the show notes to find out more information about the motivational map and so much more. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show today. You are a rock star. <laughs> thank you, Mark. It's been fun.
And just before we go, don't forget to go to MrProductivity.com and sign up for the free seven-day productivity challenge. Give me two minutes a day for a week, and I will teach you how to be more productive. While you're there, you can also find out about my productivity coaching, find out where I am online, and so much more. It all happens at MrProductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I would love to know what you thought of the episode. Now, when you're at MrProductivity.com, you can click on the contact tab and send me a message, or you can hit me up on the DM on social media. Either way, I really want to hear from you. A lot of people say, well, other people are emailing you. doesn't matter if they are. I haven't heard from you. Have I? Have I? So send me a DM. Let me know what you thought of the episode, or if you have any ideas of guests you want me to have on the show. I really do care. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. If you know someone who would find value with the Mark Stuchowski podcast, have them subscribe. If they don't know how, subscribe for them. So until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.